You are now tuned in to Soundflake Podcast. Yeah. I'm Skywalker Mike. Mm. And this is episode 29. 29. That's what? right. That means we're one away from episode 30. Oh my lord. Just one. Just one. 29 plus one, 30. Uh, I hope that's right. <laughs> anyways, it's yeah, Skywalker Mike here. I got my co-hosts. Yo, it's your boy Narik. That's cool. Yo, it's Young Flacco, a.k.a. Freddie Flautas, a.k.a. A Sincere. What's good, guys? Freddie Flautas. That's the new one. I like that one. No, I've, I've said that before. It was, I think... Like no, the, you didn't. I've sure. Freddie? Freddie Flautas. I've never heard Freddie So the Flautas. reason it's Freddie Flautas is because um, when I was hosting the Common Ground, Noah was co-hosting with me. And Story he, time. He called himself Biggie Changa. So Freddie Flautas became... Freddie? Freddie Flautas. Where did the Freddie come from, though? It just, it just fits with Flautas. Well, yeah. It's just it phonetic. With- Phonetic yeah. Freddie Flowers. That is true. That's uh, I forget what those are called. Whatever. Forget. Um, he's a rapper. But before we get started, just follow us on uh, Soundflick Podcast. Find us on YouTube, Soundflick Pod, Twitter, Soundflick Soundflick Podcast. Yeah. Or Pod. Uh, I got. I got. We'll write it somewhere. Soundflick Pod. Yeah, yeah. yeah Soundflick it's, it's in the bio. Link tree. <clears throat> but uh, we're gonna be talking a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff happened. Well. Yeah, I guess a lot of stuff just happened this past weekend. The digital world is very… Yeah, it's… I did not… Okay, so we're going to be talking about DC Fandom. And I did not know this was going to happen until… Well, I did until like Friday. I heard about it. I didn't look too much into it. Yeah. Mm. And then you're like watching it and live, live texting us everything. I was like, what? And then… I just tapped in, but we'll be talking about that in a little bit. We have a lot. It was a very yeah, groggy Saturday morning, and I got all these texts from like the group chat, <laughs> yeah. my, my family group chat, my little brother is spazzing over these video games and all that. And it like, was crazy. It was it was actually a, like surprising treat, you know, because I forgot that it was going to be happening. Yeah, and we were just going to watch. Um, we all saw American Pickles, so we're going to be talking about that uh, with Seth Rogen. Uh, that that appeared on our HBO, so we decided to watch that. I swore it was on it's, Hulu. It came on Hulu first, right? I, I thought tripping? it was, but I think I was nah, looking. HBO. I was looking at the the ad wrong, so because it was green. Well, I th- yeah, I thought I was, saw the I saw ad and it was green. green, so I was like, "Oh, it's on Hulu," and I was like, "Why can't I find and not it?" Not only that, I thought the it was. A, I thought it was going to be a show. <laughs> Imagine. That's just it. all these other companies are using other color schemes of their competitors, bro. All those color schemes are carefully thought out. They have whole teams and departments that are there yeah. to to make sure I wonder that right, you get why it. HBO Max went purple because all the other colors were taken. <laughs> Blue's green, Netflix is red, mm-hmm. Disney Plus is blue, Amazon is blue. Also, it's like yeah, a light but blue. Who really watches Amazon? Yeah. I usually associate I orange do, with Amazon. Really. Though. Amazon is my like my least watched platform. R- real quick before we go in, speaking of branding, shout out Nuri because you happen to be in a commercial. Hey, oh, yeah. I just want to plug that real quick because it's what, dope. What is the commercial called? Uh, you could look it up on the YouTube. Uh, I believe <laughs> that the commercial is called Silence, and it's a it's a Taco Bell commercial, and uh, it's it's a group of four of us. Um, shout out Erica Prime. Shout out uh, Courtney, Simone. Shout out uh, Taco Bell. My, my man Ricky. Shout well, out Taco Bell. I mean, we're gonna shout out Taco <laughs> Bell, of course. Um, you know, just want to shout out all the people behind the scenes: Andrew, Kirk. Uh, the director, you know, shout out Deutsch, uh, who is the the ad agency. Every you know, Damn. I'm giving it to lot. y'all. There's I'm giving lot. it to y'all so right now. Please, there's listen, a lot of people that make this thing just, work. Just for Narik to eat a taco by the window. I'm just saying. I was staring out that. <laughs> Not only too. that, 
But it was no glasses, no reason. Was, that a, was that a set or was that actual? It was house? an actual set that was built inside uh, the it, office. Yeah, okay. It looked like Ooh, a house. So That's is it kind of like the uh, like the Howard Metro or like the sitcom effect? Yes, yeah. absolutely. That's crazy. It felt, it felt like that there needed to be a studio audience. And I wish I, I remember the name of the woman who put the set together. But um, it, looked, she, it looked like an apartment in New York, bro. Bro, she's super dope. Like, she picked yeah. all the stuff out. I was kind of talking to her about set design and, you know, because, like, we do music videos and stuff like that. So I was oh, curious. Yeah. I was like, yo, how do you find all of this? Like, well, where now- do you get the color palettes, all of this stuff? So, you know, we started talking about that. She kind of gave me a few tips and things to kind of look out for. Yeah, but I it was like super dope. You mean design. to tell me that wasn't real sunlight Bruh, gleaming off of your eyes? That was not real sunlight <laughs> gleaming off of my eyes, man. I feel like set design it was is fire, though. Be Shout a out, lot Andrew. More, lot more important now with virtual shows. One hundred percent. You're not just gonna be wanting a like just in front of just a white wall anymore. Yeah, no, nah, that's not gonna work. Or just regular lights, you know. Just it's just gonna be all digital. You have you like. I'm great. I'm like super happy that I already had my mind kind of set towards set design and things like that because mm-hmm. now we need it more I love than ever. Set design. I think it's one of the a, best things. Yeah, yeah. I think I we all have like that. our own aesthetics in our mind too that represents us. So like, I think it just naturally comes with like our circle. And- totally, totally. But the Taco Bell commercial is uh, airing now on TV nationally uh, throughout the playoffs. So thank you, Taco Bell, for including your boy. Yeah, man. Every time um, I see one of those, I cool. think I go almost every time after. If you happen to see the commercial, tag Soundflick Pod, tag Norik, and tag us, and you might get something free from us, like yeah. a taco or something. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Well, Norik's going to autograph a taco from Taco Bell. <laughs> I'll sign the rapper from the rapper. <laughs> mm, that's and a bar. I'll, get it I'll actually just say that too. <laughs> and then you that's a bar. Man. Nobody's catching these bars today, bro. I swear. Just- we on a roll. I'm ready to pod today, guys. Yeah, I don't yeah, know about yeah, y'all. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's get into this movie talk, you know. Uh, it's another HBO Max movie, like we were just mentioning. HBO Max is killing it's it right the, now. It's the only HBO Max, I think, original movie right now. I, I could be wrong. Um, I don't know how truthful that is. I don't but think so. In my head, it's I'm the only because I was looking through. One. Well, for HBO Max, yeah, maybe. So I don't think it's a an original. I think it's like. Seth Rogen just happened to sell it exclusively to HBO Max, and they just have yeah. The ability he probably to- had done it. He probably didn't know what to do for it for so long. And it's kind of like the interview. HBO Max just like the interview. I mean, come at the right time. I don't know about you guys, but when you click on the movie, I like the the Warner Max logo. That shit is hard. I was like, okay, I, I like see their, you, Warner. Uh, I like their breakdown. How they like, like when you click on the when you click on it, you can the little drop down comes with it. Yeah, I, I really yeah. I, I, HBO Max has a nice design and layout, unlike Disney Plus. You know, Disney Plus is trash. I don't know what the hell is like. It's so ridiculous. It's recommended, but it's like I would never watch any of those. Nothing. Yeah, nothing. It's weird. It doesn't tailor. It's super limited. You You know, I'm really, really disappointed in in Disney Plus. Like, of just and if you guys are avid listener of the pod, you guys have heard me advocate for 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 Disney Disney Plus Plus prior to it coming out. I'm retracting all that shit. Oh, Disney Plus is garbage. I cannot believe. That a power company like Disney would have that trash ass, poor excuse of a marketing. Like it looks horrible. They tried too much because at the end of the there's day, there's nothing there. Disney is literally like the last company to enter streaming because even HBO had streaming before HBO Max. Yeah, they had HBO Go yeah, and, and HBO and Now. HBO and all that you stuff, know? So yeah. it was easier for them to. To get into that and finally yeah. compete with Netflix and Hulu, and they need an entire facelift. 
I almost want to go work for the company. Just almost. to go up it? Almost. Yes. Almost. Y'all don't deserve me yet. No. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, HBO Max is nice. It's beautiful. You know, mm-hmm. if you don't have it, I think there's a I get a really sense of like, I don't think it's a purple. It's more like a lavender because when I click on the app, I feel really calm. Yeah, it's calming. It is very calming. For something that's max, it is pretty common. To the max. Not even going to lie. But um, they have some pretty good content on HBO Max. And uh, so we settled on um, on American Pickle. That's and that pause. is I know. Pause. Um, pause. We settled on… <laughs> right. Um, that is… It's starring Seth Rogen. Um, and what intrigued me about the movie was I read an article that the photo that was used to promo the movie was taken on like a over like a hundred year old camera. And that was pretty cool. Like that he got to take that picture and it printed and he has this photo of himself basically as if he was in the 1800s. Yeah. And like so that, it's that's legit. amazing. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not legit. just edited. That's crazy. Yeah. So I appreciated that and and uh so I thought, hey, let's let's watch this and see see what it's about. Yeah, um, I didn't know. I had no idea what I was even going to get myself into, and I because I didn't watch a trailer. Well, we thought it was a show too. Yeah, I just thought it was a show because I think I saw like pictures or a scene, and it looked like an episode. Like this is episode that was like episode two or something one or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then even when I clicked it, uh, I thought, okay, the first episode is the only one on next week. Episode two will come out. And then I was like, wait a minute, this feels it's like a, a long movie. ass episode. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> almost almost going 40 minutes. I'm like, when does this end? And I'm like, oh, this is a movie. a movie. I but, was hoping that it was gonna end the entire time I was watching it. <laughs> oh, wow. Fam, I was <laughs> like, what am I doing? Like, and I already know when I start picking up my phone. You didn't laugh at all. I didn't laugh at all. I laughed no. a few times. I, I didn't laugh at all. Times. I didn't laugh a damn Bit. There, there I was, was so there, sad. There was some stuff that was pretty funny, but uh, some stuff I was like, damn. Well, first, I appreciate what the heck? Seth Rogen not doing a stoner film because isn't this isn't a stoner film, and that's yeah, kind of what he's doing. It known is a for. little different. It's a so, little different. From yeah, I really enjoyed it, especially like the deeper meaning, which we'll get into right now. But like, there's a deeper meaning. Yeah, sort well, of. It's, so it like, has to do it, with like social social issues. Yeah, I give it. I give sense. it a six point eight. Please. That's a, that's a four, if that. It's a four. Okay. I'd probably give it a five, honestly. It's but, a four. Because, I mean, I give it to him, though. To how, how can you… It's hard to act when you're the only character in the movie. It was, it was yeah. Seth how Rogen versus Seth Rogen. Yourself? In all honesty, I wanted the movie to take place in the 1800s. Like, oh, I wanted it cool. to stay in that time. Because, like, I liked his accent. I liked his character. I liked the, the um, you know, his it's very like, harsh accent. Yeah, like I liked um, the the woman who played his wife. She's from a, a show called Succession. If you guys have seen Succession, uh, she plays the daughter, um, and that show is fire. So when I saw her as the wife, I was like, oh, okay, dope. This is yeah, gonna be some fire. Really good casting. Yeah, had, like, really yeah, good casting. Good casting. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, for those of you that haven't watched it yet, this movie is about. Um, a dude from the eighteen hundreds. Uh, I guess a he's dude, a dude, oh, yeah, a, a guy I'm, from the eighteen hundreds. I'm a dude. Yeah, we're all we're all he's a well, dude. we're in here. We're all dudes. Oh, yes, that's that's a fact. I mean, but, yeah, that's um, factual. Pretty much in the eighteen hundreds, there was a guy who pretty much worked every day for like a couple pennies just to get some food. He was digging. 
That was yeah, I was job. digging a ditch. I don't remember what the hell the ditch was for, but uh, pretty much, yeah. He's he, we started in the 1800s, and he likes a lady catches his eye. And he, I guess he's really into her. And he wants so. to impress her, so he works twice as hard. He digs two holes <laughs> every day. I, I guess that was funny. whatever. It's crazy. That and uh, he gets paid double, so he can buy her food and. Uh, like they they have a date and he all buys that. her a fish and she eats the fish head yeah. first. Yeah, that was weird. I was like, okay, this movie's not gonna be normal. That's when I knew it wasn't gonna be funny. <laughs> so That's what's funny, funny about when, it. When she bit the the fish head, I was like, oh, I already know where this is going. This is gonna be trash. Yeah, uh, and then um, they talk and whatever language I don't even know what like, what country I forget. What, it, they was, are. it starts with an S, but it was like I don't know if it was made up or real. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell. But we I, all it was failed geography. Real. That's probably real. I mean, it's, they were talking in the language pretty fluently. You talk like, you're talking like, talk this. like this. If in Russia. Nah, they no, were like, the Russians were the bad. Were the oh, bad yeah. What were their names? With their vodka like or whatever. How are they saying? Vodka, yeah, the vodka. Vanilla Anyways. vodka. I mean, one of, one of like the social commentary of it I, that I thought was pretty interesting was just his, um, his work ethic and the way that people would work and the pride that they would take in the work yeah. that they would that they would do back then, it was so little. Like this dude was just digging ditches, and he made nothing. But he really, really had pride in, in his work ethic, and that yeah. kind of uh, kept him going throughout uh, throughout the movie. You know, mm-hmm. and it, and it kind of reminds me of like a like the immigrant mindset of like when you migrate to a new place you are willing to put in the work necessary to yeah. elevate yourself, to elevate yourself yeah. you know? And other yeah. people, they, you come with they just nothing. get accustomed so to So yeah, that. pretty much like Marik's saying, uh, they pretty much end up getting married, but then their village gets pillaged. So they have to come to America. I'm so happy we're… Not, well, actually, I can't even say that. I was… <laughs> I was going to say that we're not pillaging villages, but we probably are. Yeah. Even yeah. though it's 2020. It's a different story. <laughs> but um, yeah, they pretty much came as immigrants, tried to start a life. And this is where the pickle comes into place. Mm. So Herschel, which is, which is Seth Rogen Pause. playing that, uh, he works at a pickle factory. And His manager didn't let him salt. Didn't let him do anything but kill rats. And he got a nickel every time he killed a rat. Yeah. That's then, a horrible but job. I thought what it was yeah, it funny is, is like <laughs> he's like job. he's giving this whole story and he's like, but then things start to change. And then like all these rats come out of nowhere. And my assumption is like, oh, he's gonna kill all these rats and can make money. That's he's what I make thought. Bread. That's like, exactly to be living, what I bro. But the rats are actually rats ganging up on him. him. Yeah. Because they're communicating. Yeah. And well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the rats ganged up on him because he was killing their fam, bro. Yeah, they could they they're like, Yeah, we're done with this, bro. Remy, so Ratatouille, anyways, they all just they ended up together. They ended up like not pushing him, but they, they scared him, him into and he, a corner. Yeah, and he fell, and he into landed into the pickle brine. The yes. pickle brine. And then right, I don't know how nobody saw him fall into the pickle brine. Everything that was, was so fast. Was so disrespectful. It was like sixty seconds. It was of, so disrespectful. It's a they, big ass splash. Two hundred pound guy, him. and they just covered him up. Like, they covered him, covered him inside up. the brine. They got condemned. Everything just shut down in like 60 seconds. And he was trapped in there for 100 years. And the pickle brine preserved him. And the science behind it is… And then we don't even hear the We don't even know it. the science. We just know the science. We just know it makes sense. Works. You didn't so do the stupid. science, man? Yes. You got to do the science on they, how you were able to be there. They did the science. I didn't. That's hilarious. But uh, anyways, 100 years later, he's still alive. Comes out of the pickle brine after some kids accidentally find him. They get a drone. And the drone hits the <laughs> vat and it opens up. It's so stupid. I think that's that's a that's kind of what 
I find funny about this I think, movie. I, mm-hmm. I think without it being a stoner movie, it's still a stoner movie. That is trying too hard, but he doesn't need to. He's Seth Rogen, but well, there that's were so many ways that I funny. thought it was gonna go. Like I thought it, that yeah. the kids with that were were gonna be with him because they I discovered him, I but then they too. didn't. One thing that did surprise me that I kind of enjoyed was that Seth Rogen ends up playing his great grandson, great great grandson, great great grandson. Yeah. So you know, there I I kind of like when a movie. Uh, when two characters are playing, you know, kind of like a Back to the Future when you had Marty yeah. McFly playing Martin McFly from, you yeah. know, way back in the day mm-hmm. in part three. He's all playing his daughter. So it too. was just it's cool hilarious. to have them both on screen, same character, same person, but the way that it's edited and cut, um, you know, it puts them in the same place at the same time. And I always wanted to ask actors who, who've done that, like, because obviously there's probably a stand-in that they're right. speaking with, mm-hmm. you know, who looks like a yeah, but like you can tell just too. the emotion that movies. like the emotion that you give and you're talking to yourself, like how does it feel? I feel to like that is jump very difficult. from in and out, you know. I feel like that it can be very difficult. Um, I wonder if you shoot all of this all the scenes that you need to shoot as one character once, and then you shoot all the other scenes like as the next character. Cause I feel like you can't just jump back and forth between yeah. Makeup and and you know right. dress yeah. and everything Putting like that. that. Beard on. Yeah, random tidbit. Paul Rudd does a show where he, it's kind of same similar thing. It's him. Oh, versus a movie, himself. right on Netflix. Yeah. So Paul, Paul Rudd did an interview where he was talking about the same exact thing. Like, mm-hmm. how is it working with yourself? Basically, he was like, they would shoot one scene just as like the main character, right? And then you have the and then when you play as the other person, it's like remembering placements where you're at, remembering your energy of that person, how that portrays. And is, but also That's they crazy. said. They would have an earpiece on him, and the earpiece would play back those lines that he was saying. Yeah, to I figured they, they okay. would do, give him the audio or something. That's tight. Yeah, um, I, w- I would need that, or else you're gonna get super. Well, yeah, up. the energy's gonna be like, be like way what was off. the line again? Where, mm-hmm. where are we? It's like if you're a rapper and you're recording session one day, and then you go back to like punch in the next. Like yeah. the energy's gonna be way off. Like yeah. it's gonna be a totally yeah. different song. So yep. my assumption is it's gonna be true. totally different scene. So that's yeah. true. But I think he did a good job of kind of talking to him. Yeah, he did. I think he did a great job at that. Honestly. That was um, a highlight for me. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I really love Herschel. Like, his character, up until a certain point, I was like, okay. I mean, he is from the 1800s. Yeah. He has way, like, totally different views from, what was it, 2019, I think, in the movie. Mm-hmm. It's literally just all bigotry. It's all bigotry yeah. and, like, just nonsense. Yeah. He but pretty like, much, yeah. like, his, his uncle comes. He meets his uncle. He's like, damn, I didn't, like, we're the only ones left of our family tree. And, um… Grandpa. His yeah, his yeah. grandpa. They're pretty much the only ones left. And then they kind of just talk and kind of explain what he does for a living. He's like, yeah, I don't really work. I just work here at home. And then his his uncle's like, well, let's go see your great-grandma. And they go to the graveyard. And that's where the vodka sign is. The vodka. The vodka sign. So, yeah, he, he owns. So, before he got in the, in the vat of pickled brine, it's literally he buys this huge plot for his family for mm-hmm. a decade. So, they all have their own little cemetery. And then later to find I out. I guess that's what people used to do. Like yeah. that's their main goal to buy. Yeah. You buy a plot of land plot. specifically for or that or just own land. Well, that is what we need to do. Honestly, like they yeah, have yeah. the right I, idea. No, I know. It's just more common back then than now. Yeah. Because big banks and other corporations came and bought everything up once they realized well, that they were into real which estate. Which is exactly what happened to him because… There's, yeah. With the side. Yeah. And the freeways right behind it. Yeah. So like that's kind of like where the movie just ends up taking off and just goes on this tangent yeah. of… He, him and him and himself. So the great grandson and the pickle brine uh, Seth Rogen. Yeah, Herschel. Um, Herschel. Yeah, Herschel. 
they um, just end up becoming into a family feud and trying to one-up one another because he's telling them, sell your app. You're not loyal to your family. You're not honoring yeah. your family anyway. And yeah. And yeah, then, it's, it's about like a success story. Like anybody who's had pressure from their parents or their grandparents right. to be successful you know, to kind of carry on what they've brought I mean, or what they've done. Herschel made it look easy. Yeah. It was back know? only a day after 100 years. And this was All already he did made was, a pickle empire within yeah, a week. Because he knew how to make the product and yeah. he knew how to sell it. And he, and he understood, oh, wait, they're charging this? All right, cool. I'll make it, you know, a dollar less. Four. You know, or yeah. like $3 less. And then I'll sell it for that. And... um he also ran into the right people, you know, who were, yeah. who were kind he of got, promoting Yeah, he got vlogs. He got, so, he got interns. I mean, it's, it's and he New York. Slaves. Shout out to interns. I don't feel like it's that hard. In New York? In New York, you know. Just to run into somebody on the street? Yeah, so somebody to write, like, write a write Have a you guys ever been to New York? I have. Yes, yes I have. I have. Yeah. Me too. But it doesn't take a lot for somebody to take a video in New York. That's probably like I shot a video in New York. I shot a video in Times Square. Bam. Oh. Front page. My all good video looked like Chance's juice video. <laughs> ah, That's funny. That's pretty tight that you shot it in Times Square, though. It's funny because when we were there shooting it, there's another rapper there shooting it too. And he, ah. had, and he had he had like a group of people. Except, <laughs> I mean, it's not the most original <laughs> idea. It's not. It's not. I know, but at the same time, <laughs> I would have been like, "You got to come back tomorrow, bro." I would have been like, "You got to come back tomorrow." I'm not even from out here. Yeah. Though. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, man. It's like you see a lot. It's kind of like the strip. Like you walk down, there's a whole bunch of rappers trying to sell you their product. That's funny. Same yeah. concept. I don't really like going on the strip too much. But, anyways, but um, the Pickle Empire blasts off out of nowhere. And then uh, Ben, his nephew, tries to tear him down. I don't know why he wasn't just trying to like help him at that point. It's like, yeah, it was really, on, it was really like, member. it was really petty, bro. The, the it was reason super is because. Petty. Super he got petty. in a fight with him, with his grandma. Well, it wasn't that serious. Yeah. And then the fight caused him to not be able to sell his app that he developed because oh, it was attached to because he got arrested. He he got arrested. Exactly. It was. Yeah. I mean, if my grandfather arrested me, or not arrested me, but <laughs> got, got me arrested, arrested, then you know I'd be a little upset as well. <laughs> I don't know if we'd be cool. Oh. I don't know if we could be cool off top. Um. Yeah. So just my key points I like from the movie, like jokes and whatnot. Um. When he mentioned polio, remember when he was like, "If you have, if you have polio arm," oh, and yeah. So and then his grandson's like, "Yeah, they, he had, they cured polio." Jonas Salk, and then he was like, yeah. "Was he Jew? He was a Jew." He's like, "Yes." I thought that was hilarious. I thought that was yeah. hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the uncle was very prideful in his in his uh, Jewish heritage. And heritage. So I mean, yeah. When he found like pretty much finding out everything about like what happened with Jews them. Them actually doing good. I mean, seeing his son, I mean his nephew, and he's like, This this is your place. He's like, damn, like and then even he with said, the, how many how many shoes do you have? Yeah. Seven. Shoes? You have seven. seven? How many pairs of socks? Twenty five? He said twenty five. You only have two feet. I don't know. I, I like it. It was funny when he's like, It's this, those kinds of is jokes. This your mom? Guys. It's those kinds of jokes. But Narik's over here quoting it, saying it's not funny, but yet he's it's not. It. It's, it's not questionable funny. to me. I mean, it's it's just easy to remember. Who but. was in the picture? Was it uh, when he was like, Is this your mom? No, he was like, Who's this? Who's this shapely little girl? That's oh, all. Yeah. That's me. He's like, Oh. <laughs> no, no, it was like a picture. I think it was. Uh, oh, David Bowie. David Bowie. He was like, "Was this your dad? No, that's David Bowie. Was this your mother? <laughs> that's no, that whole David. poster is David Bowie." <laughs> the disrestrespect of David stuff Bowie. like that. Well, he's come on, he's eighteen hundred, but 
but it's it's actually a pretty long movie. Uh, I didn't think it was gonna be as long. An hour and so. a half, not that bad. You never think that the movie's gonna be long. That's <laughs> until you click on it and it's all three hours forty seven minutes. You gotta start looking gotta start at how long the, uh, the movies are. Yeah, but um, uh, I think it's pretty decent. You know. Yeah, check know. it out if you guys like Seth Rogen. Just if you guys some want something that's a little bit different um, than than what he's. He normally delivers. Um, I yeah. definitely think that you guys should check it out if that's what you care about. Yeah, there there are parts of the, mo- the movie where uh, Ben, I mean uh, Herschel, kind of portrays how Trump acts. Mm. Like every everything he says, like people love it, but he's not saying anything important. We, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, he's not. He's just very oblivious to it because yeah. back in his time, he was able to say things like that, and people agreed. Yeah, as yeah, to where the deeper like, meaning. He wasn't afraid yeah. to say it, and people are like, "Oh, he's not afraid to voice his opinion." And then when they got down to the real issues, they hated him. So yeah, they actually, exactly. yeah. Well, watch the movie. And you'll see what happens. Yeah. But um, that's the movie. Like we said, I think yeah. I gave it a five. Marie gave six it point eight. a I, four, yeah. four, six. You know. I mean, at least you, at least you gave it a rating. So at least like, it could have been lower. <laughs> at least I got through it. You know, yeah, at least you got through it. <laughs> oh man! Well, but. so speaking of how Skywalker said, like you never know how long a movie's gonna be. There is one movie coming out that doesn't be especially long, and I think we're all excited for it because it was supposed to see the light of day. And it segues into what we're going into. What are we going into? Yeah, tell us. DC fandom. Um, number one thing, at least from oh. what I've been seeing on the TL, is the Snyder cuts coming out finally. Ooh, yeah, yes. Well, yes. next year, but it is coming. It and is confirmed. It, it was never supposed to be see the light of day from what I saw. So just to give you, like, I, I didn't know about DC fandom. Yeah, yeah. Like, Before we get into Snyder Cut, let's, let's I was talk just kind of like, yeah, because this is really something special that I think um, studio, I'm, I applaud DC for jumping on this, for being the first studio to do this, um, where they had basically their own convention of releasing their content that they have over the next year. Um, right. Both with TV, movies, comics, video games, the whole shebang. And that's what you get to do when you own all your properties. Yeah. <laughs> it was basically their own Comic-Con. And it's crazy because so they touch base on everything you could do. It was, it was amazing. And like um, when I found out that it was going to be happening on Saturday, um, I, I was like, whoa, okay, well, I, I have a free Saturday. Let me tune in. And uh, it was a 24-hour broadcast. Um, now, the whole thing was eight hours, but they just replayed it a couple times yeah. uh, through their own website. Three times. Yeah, three 20, times. Eight times three, 24. They're doing go. math. Okay. okay. All math, no geography. <laughs> um, so they had, they had this whole site set up. It was DC Fandom, and I click on it, and it is just... It's unlike anything that I've really seen before. Like, they have... Superman announcers. Yeah. You, oh, that's the first okay. thing you hear. Yes. I mean, say what you want about Man of Steel, mm. but Hans Zimmer just made the best superhero theme song I've ever heard. Like, that mm. Superman theme song is wonderful. So they start playing that. They announce all of these different hosts from all around the world. So this is just a global event that's right. going on. They have wonderful representation of people from all over that are speaking on, you know, comic books and movies and everything that's coming up. And then they release the slate of everything that's happening. And, like, they started off with a bang. Like, you get Wonder Woman, like, 84, right then and there. I had mentioned earlier, I didn't watch the—I didn't watch any of the Wonder Woman. So I kind of chimed in a little late, but 
Um, I was going to look at the Wonder Woman trailer, but I was like, you know what? I'll just wait. I'll just watch the movie. You know, it was really cool because where they were standing in, it was like this 3D virtual yeah. dome yeah. that Jim Lee yeah, actually Jim Lee drew, drew himself. That- and they put themselves in there. They yeah. even talk about and show how he designed. Yeah, it, it was like, incredible. That was a really cool. I I love that part of the the stream. Yes, that they showed that. I didn't think like it. It just makes it deeper for the fans to fall in love yeah, with. It, it, got, was, it was really deep. Like there was a lot. There was a lot of cool things that they showed. They even um, they even had like they had so many panels with just women or just people of color. Yes. Or just, Multi multicultural, multicultural. Stuff. It, it was yep. just so dope to see all this come together. I had no idea what they would fill in between the major things that we wanted to see. You know, everybody knew that the Snyder Cut was going to get talked about. Mm-hmm. Everybody yeah. knew Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Shazam, whatever. You know, all these big movies, The Flash. Yeah. But what was going to happen on the in betweens? And the things that happened in between were were, were amazing. Yeah. Like it was so cool to get the perspective of. Like they had an artist submit artwork and Jim Lee got to critique him like yeah. live, basically, yeah. you know, and talk about the art that he drew and make adjustments to his art, like right there. Like that's legendary. Yeah. That's legendary. It's insane. They had the voices of Batman Beyond basically narrate an episode of Adam West's Batman. Like just bringing love, from from those. the old school to, to when the they future. All the Batmans together. It was insane. The, they, they One. shouted out all the uh, all the people who who voiced Batman before, mm. Mo- not just. Although I was mad that they didn't have Kevin Conroy, like that's ridiculous that he wasn't right. there. Yeah. But I get that they were trying to highlight, you know, that Kevin Conroy is an he's an obvious person. Right. Um, I I get that they were trying to highlight all of the multicultural people who've yeah. done it in Spanish or in French. Yeah, that or was cool too. I Indian. See, that's the stuff Hindu, you don't really think about, Hindi. like that. Mm-hmm. In other like in India or in Germany, when they watch Batman, they're not watching it in English. They're watching it in German. Yep. So somebody has to dub that. But you have to have that voice to be Batman. You to know, be right? Batman, it's, yeah. it's not just anybody can dub it and there you go. Cause it's not gonna be the same. Imagine effect. you watching some dude with a really high pitched voice. Yeah. So Yeah, it just wasn't gonna work. So So I thought the like I never think we never think about stuff like that, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's really it's really cool to see, especially because you know, representation matters. So yes. when you highlight those people, Absolutely. people like us see it and we're like, wow, like it, that inspires you to, yeah. to just probably get into it a little bit, look into it a little bit more. And that just adds to the, the credibility of a, of a global event and yes. a worldwide phenomenon. And, you know, it was the first time that I've seen, um, in, and we're used to seeing this on with like sports or with news where they have like a virtual set. Mm-hmm. But to get this form of entertainment and, and information, in a virtual set, it really, really made me think like how this post-COVID um, world is going to be. Like this is how we get to the future, where every time that we've seen the future and we've seen people in yeah. screen and it's virtual and it's like stuff on the ground and stuff behind them and stuff in front of them and they're they doing all these things. This. this is what had to this, happen. Yeah, this is what had to happen in order to make that happen. And now I'm seeing it and I'm like, wow, like they're social distance. They're doing their thing, but they're in this entire green screen room yeah, it's doing this, and they have streams of production is just well out of done. control, yeah, out well of control. Done. So it was really, really cool. Um, they kicked it off with Wonder Woman, had a whole panel of the stars: uh, Kristen Wiig, um, Gal Gadot, Chris Pine, um, Pedro Pascal, and Patty Jenkins, who's the director of Wonder Woman eighty four. 
And um, she they, was like all over DC fan. Oh yeah. Well, she, I figure she's it's one of those. I figure too. It's because Wonder Woman is the first. I'm mean, mm-hmm. the next DC yes. thing to drop, and it's DC. celebrating 80 years. Yeah, right. Yes. You know, yes. so so happy birthday to Wonder Woman. But that is, it was really really cool. They just kind of talked about the movie a little bit, and then of course they dropped the new trailer. And that trailer's crazy, bro. Trailer was epic. Absolutely epic. It was just. It was everything that I needed to see. Black Skywalker Mikey likes to refrain from watching certain trailers. Yeah. I feel him. Yeah. You should have watched this one, though. What did you end up watching that you said you weren't going to watch? You're like, I just so happened to just watch it. I just couldn't look away. Oh, wait, we're going right to get to that. It was going to explain. It, I think it was a tenant. It was a tenant. Okay. It was a, yeah, well, I'll talk about you that saw later. saw like 30 minutes of it, but I was like, oh my God, what the heck? <laughs> Spoiling yourself. It was, it was a, during a basketball game, though, I think. But, yeah. um, but what they did reveal, and I, I guess we can just go through like the brief reveals because like it can be a whole episode talking about right. everything that they did. Like, yeah. But the brief reveals are um, in Wonder Woman, we got to see Cheetah uh, in full, full costume. Full form. You know, full crazy. form. I want to wait. I want this. Looks surprised. Uh, no, I feel you on that. It, <laughs> she looks amazing. Completely wrong that like I, I thought that um, Kristen Wiig wasn't going to be able to pull this off. I remember in an early episode of the pod, I was like, Kristen Wiig? Like, nah. I was wrong. Yeah. Cheetah looks amazing. And they they did a great blend of prosthetics with CGI. It's going to be epic. I think comedians have such a good range of being able to play, like, villains and, like, heroes. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it's so highly slept on. But I mean, like, you've seen that throughout our history. I mean, you got, like, Jack Nicholson playing the Joker. You got, yeah. like, you know, where you There's can argue he's kind of a Jerry. Jim Carrey as a Riddler. There but you go. Yeah. I remember everybody was super like, Paul Rudd as Ant-Man, but like it just… It yeah. worked. It, it works. works. It worked. Because, yeah. I mean, he Ant-Man wasn't like this businessman that was super smart. Billionaire like, playboy. He was, a, he was just a, yeah. a guy who robbed things and just happened to fall happened into to the lucky. suit. Yeah, 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 he was a regular guy, and that's what they yeah. wanted to get for someone like that. So then after Wonder Woman, uh, they showed a video game after that, mm. which I was pretty like stoked about because it just showed the range that I was going to get into with this DC fandom. It was like, we're not going to just give you all this movie news. We're going to really mix it up. And the game that they announced was Gotham Knights. Yeah. And that looked amazing. Crazy, Gotham yeah. Knights amazing. is starring the Bat Family. And it started off great because, like, fam. in the trailer, it has, like, Bruce Wayne basically saying, like, if you're seeing this, I'm dead. Yeah. And, like, you see, like, the reactions mm-hmm. of Robin, of Nightwing, of uh, Batwoman, of, you know, the whole Red Hood. And they're all in their own element of receiving the news and then you see them suit up and it was just it was just epic and then i thought it was just going to be the trailer nope we get the gameplay also yeah. and it was like the, whoa, the gameplay, the gameplay was, was i can't wait to play that dc's been killing video games for years ever since Arkham, that's true that's true nobody just, just the co-op multiplayer looks so fun mm-hmm. and it, well, and they added more of an rpg aspect mm-hmm. to it yeah an action rpg aspect so that was super fire, and we're excited for that. That's going to be for PS5, Xbox, Series X, PC, the whole shebang. Did you guys ever play Arkham Knight? Oh, yeah. Okay. I played some of it. So, okay, yeah. So, you some already know, it. like, that, that co-op, when that first came out, was flawless. So I can only 
imagine how well it's going to yeah, be with having even four better. characters. It's just yeah, going to level up. P, it's coming out on PS PS Five. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I might just have to switch from Xbox to PS Five. And like, then just do it. No, I feel you on that. I feel. You. I mean, <laughs> I'm I've been a Sony player, so like PS Five was already what I was going to get. Um, there's it's just better exclusive, bro. Right. Mm-hmm. But uh, so then after that, they had uh, the Suicide Squad. So James Gunn. Uh, was there, and he revealed who was going to be in the Suicide Squad. Most obscure characters. Insane. But I it looks I like it's going to fit. I think so I heard well. of like three of those characters. Yeah. Yeah, there are a lot of D-list villains that like only if you're a diehard DC fan, like a you kind of, yeah. you know about. Yeah. Like there were some that I was just like, who? Ratcatcher, yeah. like what? <laughs> Not Ratcatcher rat two, right? Yeah, like the the second one. Like, all right, cool. <laughs> you know, like, okay, that's when I was like, okay, what what's the difference? But, but like the actors that he picked are all like phenomenal, star studded. It's it really very, really star studded. And he brought back the classics from uh from the first Suicide Squad movie. So in in this whole thing, kind of uh introduced me to them recognizing, DC recognizing that, hey, we messed up a lot of movies, but it ended up turning into our biggest uh, advantage because now we can say the multiverse exists. All these movies exist and some people are are just like some other ones and some people are not. You know, there's differences. And the fact that they get to lean on that is crazy. Even even saying that, they can even bring like, People like Adam West and yes. people like, you know, there's so many different Batmans. Michael and, Keaton. And Robins and Supermans and Wonder Womans they can bring back now. And now all they have to establish is which Earth are they from. Mm-hmm. And they have a ton of them to choose from. And it, so it's just seeing them blend through is really what makes it great. So, you know, you have the Suicide Squad. They brought back Viola Davis, brought back uh, Joel Kinnaman as Rick Flagg. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They added Idris Elba. They brought back uh, Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. Added uh, Michael Rooker. Yes, Michael Rooker. Michael Rooker. Love Michael Rooker, <laughs> but they hate Michael Rooker. I love Rooker. that James Gunn brought Michael Rooker. It's over great. There. And his brother, Sean Gunn. Oh, yeah, Sean, yeah, Gunn, Sean Gunn, too. What does what Sean play again? He's playing a weasel. So he's yeah, doing the mocap again. Yeah. And like, I think he just loves doing mocap. Yeah. So he's good at He's just really good at it. Yeah. So it was just, it was awesome. Idris Elba's character, um, Blood. Blood, blood sport, bloodshot, blood shot, blood shot, blood shot, blood shot, right? Yeah, I could be tripping right now, but yeah. anyway, I was trying to. What was, was kind of cool about about him is the story that like he's in jail because he shot Superman with a kryptonite bullet. Yeah, and I thought that that was really tight because I'm just picturing like Henry Cavill like getting shot with a kryptonite bullet and like what happens like. In that response, you know, like they're universe. really building out. Yes, they're really building universe. out that world. It's crazy because in the last Suicide Squad, the Ben Affleck uh, Batman was in that universe. So now in this yeah. Suicide Squad, it might be a different Batman. Yeah. But we'll probably never see it. Yeah, we'll probably never see it. And it makes me question what Superman 2 will be like. Because it seems like that they're creating this uh, Justice League Earth Prime. You know, where it's like… This is where the majority of things happen. This is where Batman is Ben Affleck. This is where Jason Momoa is Aquaman, Henry Cavill. But then you have like Rob Pattinson's Batman that's, you know, set in a different universe. And 
you know, you have, uh, there could be another Wonder Woman. Linda Carter's Wonder Woman is like in a different universe. Christopher Reeves' Superman is a different universe. So all of that is awesome. And the featurette that James Gunn showed for Suicide Squad was great. Yeah. John Cena playing Peacemaker. Gotta he's, love what it. What he's saying is like, I'm basically a douchebag Captain America. Straight up. Straight up. So um, from there, they they went into some into some comic book news. Um, Milestone Comics is going to be making a return. For people who don't know what Milestone Comics is, it is uh, one of the uh, the comic houses that have a lot of black superheroes that were in uh, the DC universe. Mm-hmm. So you have Icon, who's basically a black Superman, um, you and his uh, sidekick uh, Rocket. And you have um, another black hero, Hardware, who was more of like a tech kind of uh, kind of hero, and of course the fan favorite, the one that everyone loves, Static. Static Shock. Superhero. Static. static well, his name shock. is Static, but the show was called Static, oh, static shock. shock. Yeah. But yes, Static <laughs> is coming to the live action. They announced that it is in development, mm-hmm. and I can't amazing. be happier. Because I, I love that show. Everybody's as a child. been waiting on that for the longest. For the I longest, think. it was great. It was great. It was such such a well written show. It had the highest reviews of any DC animated show next to Batman. The animated they series. They got that on HBO Max, probably. Nah, they don't. They don't. But they canceled like- the show because of low toy sales. Guess what? There were no toys that were made for it. Because Wait, they thought that black toys wouldn't sell. Damn. They're stupid. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And it's it's a wonderful show. If you have not seen Static Shock, I highly recommend I'm so you surprised. Find it. Static Shock is just Max. such a yeah, the CW man, the CW cartoons were Cause, clutch. Because HBO Max has almost everything DC. Because I was even looking up something today because I wanted to watch. It was like a Batman anime movie. And they had it on there. I was like, oh yeah, I'll watch it. I yeah. didn't finish it, but you but talking yeah. about the ninja one? The Gotham Gotham Knight. Oh yeah. Yeah, one's yeah. fire. Yeah, one's fire. Yeah, it was very so cool. They um so they showed that and um and they talked about static and they had the writers. So it was just like a bunch of black writers that were there, another testament to DC's, you know, uh to them. They weren't sh- they weren't like throwing in your face, hey, we're diverse, hey, we're multicultural. Yeah. Yeah. It was just happening right in front of you and like it it was it was so amazing to see, and they just really yeah, executed I f- it. Well. I feel like DC and Marvel have always been on that path, you know, of inclusion and uh, diversity. You know, ever since um, in Marvel with uh, Stan Lee, you know, mm-hmm. that's the reason he made the X Men. You know, to mm-hmm. to include people that right. are are different. You know, that even if you're different, you we're all just you know regular we're people. Humans, yeah, we're totally. Human. But. But yeah, that's what I've always loved. Like they, they haven't always been like pushing it in our face. It's just always been a thing that yeah. that we're, it's just it's just about representation, yeah, it's just about representation. you know. And and Jim Lee kind of talked about that, and he was just like, you know, people. When I was growing up, I just cared about the character. But as time goes on, people want to see themselves as these mm-hmm. characters. Yeah, you know. And him talking about that, he also announced that there will be a black Batman. That is going to be coming out in, in comic book form by, I believe, the author is going to be John Ridley, who's writing that. And um, it's going to be original backstory. Um, and it's going to be set in its own universe. And it's going to be coming out. And who knows 
what's going to happen with that. So that's pretty awesome. Um, they had, let's see, of course they showed the Snyder Cut. They showed a teaser of the Snyder Cut. They finally showed Dark Side. Um, and the, it did not disappoint for, I think, the fans that have been calling for this for a couple years. I know Skywalker Mike has been wanting the, to see the Snyder yeah. Cut. What's the song they played for it? For the uh, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. That's such a good song. I was like, it reminds me of Shrek. Displacement. I was just like, it reminds me of Shrek, how does this work? I didn't I know. Mean, it, it was, worked, but it, it worked because it was just like, here you go, fans. Like, yes, Hallelujah. It, I was like, watching it. I was like, is this actually the song or like the song? I thought well, the song when the, first, like when the song first starts off, nobody recognizes the verse. So you're like, what's happening? And then when Hallelujah hits, you're kind of just like, wow. This is it's, it was the rendition was boring. dope because it was mm-hmm. like it goes hallelujah and then it just goes silent and then it comes back. Yeah, you think that's the yeah, end of the trailer, yeah. and then it comes back and you're like, I just got yeah. goosebumps. It was epic. The whole, it was the epic. Whole Did trailer. you cry, Mike? No, I didn't. No. Cry. But the it's one of the cool serious. things that they announced is that the Snyder Cut will be four hours long. Yes. And it'll be broken down into uh four one hour parts. Crazy. And they are going to aim to get it in theaters at some point. So oh, yeah. I'm I'm definitely well, going to be they? there for the theatric. <laughs> yeah. I'll I'll watch the four hours straight for sure. Like yeah, that's going to be amazing. And to think that it's going to be four hours and the type of footage that we saw, like we really haven't seen anything like no, of, of what no, no. of what's in that movie. So yeah, and supposedly it took a lot for DC to. Get 20 million, going, you know, 20 million and some fans to voice their concerns. Yeah. And they had that's the fan beautiful. that that brought up the petition. Yeah, like they actually had all. her. She's from China and they had her on the DC fandom as well. And in between, they had pictures of cosplayers from all these different conventions. It was just really, really for the fans. And you can tell because... It was it was amazing. Yeah, I mean, I think DC knows that they failed the fans, you know, trying to rush it. And, you know, this is the only way to save it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Even though kind of, it took all this. Yeah. That that just shows that the, it, they did it for the fans. It, it kind of feels like it's by the fans as well. Like, yeah, they're so, the they're, their ears so open and hear what these people have to I say. I think if, if it was up to DC and the fans never said anything, it, we'd never see a Snyder Cut. So. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, you know, just to fast forward, um, we got a little bit of Black Adam. Uh, the Rock was, was there cool. and talked about Black Adam, which so was amazing. Fitting. I'm so fitting, bro. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, so I'm hyped, hyped for that, too. He I didn't basically think I was challenged, hyped, but I am. Bro, he challenged everybody. Like, fam, the hierarchy of power is changing. Like, I'm Black Adam. It's going to be crazy. So, excited about that. They have, That's probably uh, going to be their Shazam best, too. best character in a for while. Sure. For sure. What do you say? He was like… I made a promise to myself. No one will ever defeat me again. It's yeah. like Black Adam. And I was like, yeah. wow. Yeah. So Black Adam's like an anti-hero? Is that what he is? Yeah. Like there's there's a lot of renditions of him. him. He's mostly been shown as a villain. But yeah. when you look at his actual um, motivations, he's not really a villain. It's just that what happened to him, he was a slave. And there was, you know, he, he was just like a person here that doesn't have any power. And had the means and the and you know the spirit to wield power and he was granted that and he used it to protect uh you know the Kondak, which is where he's from uh but he did it with a sense of ferocity you know right. with a sense of of just I'm going to fuck everybody up and yeah. that's just that's what's going to happen so because of that he was looked at as being too dangerous and they locked him up 
So when he got locked up and when he got out, you know, it was reminiscent of him being a slave in the first place. Yeah. And he cool. felt that him having that power, he shouldn't be a slave again, but he was. So Never. him breaking out of that, he was just super pissed. And um, he's been be... used throughout the comics as muscle. Be he's been used, you know, to further plans, but he's also part of the Legion of Doom. And um, that's just, yeah, he's, he's sick. Yeah. So I'm excited for their excited take. For that. And then they, they capped everything off with um, the Batman. The best trailer of the whole day. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I knew that Robert Pattinson was going to do it because he's a great actor. And the actors that are cast for the Batman are all great actors. Like right. Zoe Kravitz. Like... Um, uh, what's he just his name? has a who, really who plays, good catalog. Uh, yeah, what's know. what's his name? Who plays a uh, um, Gordon, um, Jeffrey Wright? Oh, Jeffrey yeah, yeah. Wright. And like, I didn't know how they were gonna design him, but still having him have the flat top, bro, it was fire. Yeah. I was like, let's go. It's gonna be. And they're not done filming. Uh, they actually interviewed Robert right in the beginning, right before um, Matt Reeves came out to talk. And Matt Reeves is great at detailing everything and discussing his Batman and and the things he had to take like take account for but, right but Robert Pattinson pretty much they stopped filming because of uh, COVID and quarantine and he said he was so anxious to get back to working like that to me he's gonna give it even more 100% everything we saw in the trailer mm-hmm. plus more yep. you know and that trailer like blew me away seeing Joker's goons mm-hmm. seeing the penguin before he's the penguin See the, the Riddler. Riddler. That's a way different Riddler. It's, I love yeah. it. I love it. That's the Riddler seen. that I've been waiting for. Yeah. Like, usually it's the, the yeah. It's funny, usually like you get like the nerd. It's just really yeah. nerdy where he doesn't fight. He uses all of his like knowledge. Yeah. But this Riddler gave me like jigsaw vibes, right? Yes, you know, it was exactly. like yo, like I'm going to put you through this whole psychological thing, and there's going to be real consequences that are going on if you don't answer these riddles, like. It's going to be crazy. And Matt Reeves said that he was going to play to more of the detective role mm-hmm. of, of Batman. And for it was just great. Like, he showed his ferocity. He beat the fuck out of Homeboy. Like, just <laughs> smashed his the face. Fact that they just you could just quiet. see the reaction. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Yes. And then they ask him, who are you? And you said, everybody. Vengeance. vengeance. I looked at some of the comments and they're like, why didn't he say I'm Batman? It's like. I'm vengeance sounds way more better. Yeah, because he's year two Batman. Yeah. He's he's still pissed. Like yeah. this isn't the Batman that he's like calm and like, yeah. all right, I'm gonna go take you out. No, he he has nah, a chip on blood. his shoulder. Like it's he's out for blood. He's, he's out, out for, blood. for blood. So that's why he's so red. He's so angry. Right. He's so dark. I, so I love he it wears mascara. Robert Pattinson. Yeah, Robert Pattinson's just great. He has really good range in the lighthouse. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be in Tenet, which looks amazing. And um, I mean, even in Twilight, he wasn't that bad. Like, no. that, that being his big major major role, like his first major role, was really good. So yeah, I, I thought mean, it was a vampire. <laughs> yeah, shiny, shiny, shiny vampire. vampire. <laughs> He's made of diamonds. Wait. But but seeing how he is in the trailer, like. I'm really excited. Yes. I'm really excited. Me too. What's, what's your guys' takeaway from fandom? Um, DC's back on it. Dope. They know what they're doing. They, they they know what they're doing now. I don't and know how they saved it, but they did. They did. And because yeah, now I want to go see Shazam. It's basically again. their D twenty three, but like on like one 20, one tidbit that they that they made, which was really dope, is they took the risk that Marvel didn't and they they made their TV and their movie universe 
collide. combine, collide, because come to find Amazing. out that the Flash, Flash in the show doesn't get the name The Flash until he crosses over into the TV show The Flash. Yeah, right. And Grant Gustin, who plays Barry Allen, tells him, yo, I'm like, we're the Flash. And he's and like, he's wait, like, the Flash? Flash. Like, he's like, oh, that's brilliant. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was yeah. like, oh, shit. Yeah, like, he's like, I'm Barry Allen. Like that's, like, that's all he says he is. Like, Yeah. I'm Barry. And it was just great that that tidbit is there and that really canonized um, that that interaction, you know, that wasn't just for fun. That wasn't just an yeah. a, a Easter egg. So they, they're they really thinking of everything. And I'm so excited for the next 10 years of DC because I really, really think yeah. uh, we're going to get some of the best superhero just combinations and, and I, partnerships the, that we've ever yeah. seen. The difference between DC and Marvel is Marvel is always going to lead up to a huge event. Right. But DC doesn't got to do that no more. No. They go wherever they want. They can right. weave at, it in. At all. However they want. Yep. It's, it's all going to make sense. They finally so. found their niche, too, because I've always pictured DC as more like nitty-gritty, like this shit's like real. Like this shit could possibly yeah. happen type stuff. Yeah. As where Marvel focused like very yeah. comic like relief Joker. slash. Yeah. And they can just they can just establish what universe it's in. If they want it to yeah. be bright, it's this type of universe. If they want it to be dark, Batman it's this type ties of universe. Joker because the timelines do kind of mesh well. And it's even with the Joker yeah. in, in the Batman with Matt Reeves, like… All the Joker goons kind of resemble how the Joker Honestly, in that movie. I wouldn't be upset if they brought back Jack Nicholson to play an old Joker. That would be Imagine. epic yeah. to That'd me. Where it was just like, whoa, like yeah. How we'll we'll see how it works out because that's be crazy. that's my one take from the whole DC fandom. There wasn't too much talk about anything Joker. They didn't even bring up the Joaquin Phoenix Joker, I think. Not that I saw anywhere. Yeah, the, it's mostly just images. They kind of left that on its own. Yeah. You know, because I think that eventually it'll get roped in. But they were really, really making a point to it not being a part of anything. Yeah, they, and I think if it anything, Harley Quinn of, is way more prevalent now. Exactly. And even Jared Leto's Joker is like more part of the DC universe than Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. Right. I wonder if they'll redo that. Now that they're kind of doing Snyder, could I think, so. think about doing that. I think that so. Again. I think with the Suicide Squad and what James Gunn is Joker doing. movie with him. Yeah, I think that they, might, that they might do it. I wouldn't mind either. Now that I'm thinking about it and now that I know that there's this multiverse and like they can just go wherever yeah. they want to go, why not? You know, and what's also cool about DC is that all of their old um, heroes and villains... Uh, are still involved. You know, you have Linda Carter, who was Wonder Woman, still involved. You have um, the original Flash, who, like, was on the TV shows. Yeah, and right. you have Adam West and, and Michael Keaton, who's going to reprise his role as Batman. So mm -hmm. all these people are alive. I love Michael Keaton. And I, that's why I don't put it past Jack Nicholson to, to come back. I don't put it past Tommy Lee Jones to come back. I don't put it past Danny yeah. DeVito to come back. Like, all of these people they could bring Maybe back. Maybe Danny DeVito, I don't know. But I mean, knows? he was in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. He'd be down. <laughs> yeah. He'd yeah. be down. That's true. But I love him in that show. All in all, if you guys get an opportunity, definitely watch the recaps and the trailer releases for uh, DC Fandom. Yes, there is it a lot. was It was amazing. Was it was great. Thank you, DC. Thank you, Jim Lee. Thank you to everybody who put that on because that was a great Saturday and hours, yeah. hours well spent. Honestly, I didn't know what else I, I would have done if it wasn't for that. So you guys didn't bring up the one thing I'm hype about. Like the thing I'm out of everything I'm most hype about is Suicide Squad kills the Justice League. 
Yes. That video game that's, looks that's so That's the crap. other video game that's going to take place in the Arkham uh, universe. It's made by the Arkham, really the cool. people, the developers that developed Arkham, and it's run by Rocksteady. They're, yeah, that game looks crazy. Yeah. Insane. Insane. Yeah. So, good job, DC. I'm excited. How y'all feeling? I'm excited. Feeling, really I'm feeling good. good, man. Pretty good. Pretty feeling good. good, man. Re- ready to get back to the movies, bro. Like, I'm ready to get back to the movie yeah, theaters, even man. Even if it's not in California, we'll find a way. We're going to yep. find a way. Know, movie Skywalker theaters are opening up. Skywalker's sending updates to the group chat this week. Like, yo, if we go to Vegas on this day, we could do a turnaround. <laughs> catch this. We can see new movies. And we'll see Tenet. We could do a back-to-back I, double I, feature. I would love to do that. But I w- if, if it's only Tenet, I don't mind. Yeah, but… I mean, we'll, I'm down to do both straight up. We yeah, might as well we just knock them out. Like, so yeah, those like, are the I'm two. Out. Those are I the two well. upcoming movies. I'm not too sure if New Mutants will come out digitally. I think it will, or maybe not. It, maybe it, I want. think it depends in how many movies they get up to. If they can't, if they can release only in select theaters, because it is select theaters, and then these theaters have select days, so it's not every day they're exactly. showing it. They're showing it like once or twice a week. Three or four showings with forty mm-hmm. percent capacity. They're just gonna have so. to find a price point digitally that's gonna work for them to match their ticket sales that they're gonna be, be yeah. potentially doing. Yeah, yeah. So those are two upcoming movies: uh, Tenant, which we were talking about earlier. I saw a really long trailer, which Tell I, us about I regret. It. I saw everything. <laughs> oh no! I feel like I, I saw everything. I kind of want to ask why you. It has a very, to. very Inception-like uh, look to it. Okay. Yeah. Which I love. I do like. I mean, I know it's Christopher Nolan, but I didn't think it was going to resemble it that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just his eye. I think it's just his aesthetic yeah, that he's trying to build. Aesthetic. As far as we know, he could be building a universe. I mean, that's just like yeah. breaking it. But he could be building I mean, a universe. It could be, be possible. This just has like to do with like time travel, but it's like time travel while going forward and backward at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Like it's so hard to explain. It's like a you ever movie, remember the movie uh, Clockstoppers, Watchstoppers. No, I don't. No, it was a Nickelodeon movie where they used to like, he had a watch or a stop time, but he would be able to move. And then if like, say if I was like, if I stopped time and I made Nareek move, it's, it was happening similar in real like time. That. So it's kind of just, yeah, I still know what like that. So I'm excited. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited, excited regardless. And I'm staying away from reviews. Um, I'm just going to go into <laughs> yeah. it and just watch it and take it all in. Just keep in mind, if you see any articles that say the movie's trash, don't listen to it because nobody liked, no. Uh, I'm just, I, just I mean, critics are just very People don't like Nolan, which is crazy to Nolan, me. You know, but… If People you like think Nolan, that Nolan gonna, is, like is overrated, but… He's nah, not. he's not. He's not at all. He's not. So, um, yeah, Tenet and New Mutants are going to be the first two movies that are pretty much out with these uh, with the movie theaters that are reopening. So, um, did you see that Scott Dickerson said to not go see Tenet? Not because of the movie, but he just doesn't want people to be in the theaters because he thinks it's going to spread the virus more. I did not see that, but… He tweeted that out. I know. He was I, like, just don't go. There, I said it. And a lot of people were in an uproar. Yeah. People are going to take that wrong. And there's going to be a lot of… Um, a lot of like uh, clickbait type articles with him yes. saying, don't go see this. Yep. And people are like, oh, why not? And then they click. Ooh, you get ooh, a lot of ooh, older people. Ooh, why not? Ooh. <laughs> but I'm going to go see it. Sorry, Scott Dickerson. Yeah. This movie looks too good. And If you guys start seeing on our socials, us all piled into a car, masked up, ready to go. <laughs> I will work close somewhere and have a life so long. Then you, know, you, then you know what's about to happen. We're about to go see hey the man. movies because we miss it. AMC has their safe and clean policy going on. 
They're so safe and clean. But they hey, got, if they got specialty vacuums, specialty, spe- specialty everything to, to specialty help seats, it out. vacuum, popcorn. I'm ready, bro. I'm I, ready. I mean, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'll get tested afterwards. I already, like, yeah. I'm ready. I'll get tested before and after. I yeah. don't mean to be uh to to be insincere to to oh, wow. everybody that's going you know that that yeah, nah, nah, dealt nah. with COVID, but I want to see my movies. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't yeah, want. I don't it, want it to get worse. spoiled. Somebody I could be will out spoil like them. yeah, I could be like out like other people like bar hopping, spreading germs, and like kissing on the mouth in public and shit. <laughs> but I'm just trying but, to watch a movie, man. All right, so guys. Before we before we go to uh, finish up, yeah, let's get on the referrals. Let's go to referrals. Referrals. Do, 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 our, do, do, our streaming do, 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 do. suggestions. We yeah, need we to start bringing some, the soundboard. I know. Yeah, man. I'll think. We'll I, look well, into that. We need to bring it. Some little like clips. We, just press like the clip. Well, you can just use your phone. We just plug in aux and instead of. Like, yeah, we could, but we got to make the the clips. We yeah, we have to make them. Find random yeah. stuff. Like, hold on, guys. Then go to YouTube. I'm trying to get into producing, guys. I'm trying so. Oh, produce us, Skywalker. Produce us. Yes, I do. But um, <laughs> uh, Furrows, what you got? I'll kick it off. Uh, it's a it's a, another HBO Max suggestion. Oh, it's a really really good show. It's just on HBO in general. But if you have HBO Max, it's on there. It's called Lovecraft Country, mm. and this movie takes place, I believe, in the sixties. I feel like I'm wrong, but uh, pretty much. It has to do with segregation, Jim Crow laws, and fantasy monsters. And pretty much the big executive producers um, that wrote, that helped write some of the episodes is J.J. Abrams and Jordan Peele. So pretty iconic, uh, you know, filmmakers helping with the show and really good actors like Journey Smollett and Jonathan Majors, which was just in um, The Five Bloods. Mm-hmm. So it was cool to see him Back to back in in something like this, um, it just just really cool. Like it, it really shows the horrors that Black people lived with, real life horrors that Black people lived with during Jim Crow law and and segregation, and actual monsters like fantasy horror. So to blend both of those really well, um, it's just really interesting to watch. That's so exciting. you know, um, if you haven't watched it, go watch it. You know, there's an episode out. I think by this time. By this episode, there's two episodes. So, yeah, eventually I'll be doing a quick dive on it. Uh, most likely with Narik and um, with the homie Kaminar. He helped us do a post on the Instagram account that we have. So, hey, shout out Cam Narley. Yeah, he really point, he pointed out uh, some of the photography shots by, um, I, I believe it's uh, Margaret uh, Bork, Bork. And um, I forget the other name. I should have had it in the doc, but... Um, there was a lot of shots that resembled shots from the 1930s and the 1950s. So nice, just kind of like reference shots and just scene for scene, pretty much. Real quick, Skywalker, how can people listen to these quick dives early on? Uh, Patreon. Uh, I'm I'm still trying to figure out like the scheduling and how I do quick dives because I know it's not as frequent, but I think I'm gonna be doing like a quick dive that's on our Spotify and all that, and then one that you have to pay for, like an extra one. Nice. I think that's the cool thing about them is because they're considered quick dives. So they just happen like on a whim. Yeah, they'll just happen whenever. It's just whenever I'm watching shows. And sometimes like… Make sure to follow Skywalker Mike. So yeah. that you can for get all, all your all the details. quick dive needs. Yeah. He's for your anchor. Sure, for sure. Um, my referral is a Netflix show called Connected. And it is a six-episode uh, series talking about how um, the things that you'd probably least expect connect to other things. like. Um, 
you know, the clouds, the clouds that we have in the sky and how it connects to the cloud that we have as an internet and the mm. tools that people use in order to uh, forecast the weather are the same tools that may have sparked the idea of the supercomputer. And uh, they have mm. uh, uh, an episode on surveillance and how there, there's these birds that are able to, they, they migrate uh, from June, you know, over to August, but their, their migration time kept changing and scientists were trying to figure out like, why was it changing? Why didn't they just leave at the same time every year? And they were able to correspond them their, the time that they left with hurricanes that happened. So when they left earlier, it was under the assumption that it was going to be a crazier hurricane season. And it's basically implying that these birds can tell the future because yeah. they can predict the weather months in advance when our instruments can only predict the weather days in advance. Yeah. And um, it crazy. was it was just really, really cool. It has the, uh, this fun host. Uh, I believe his name is Latif. Um, he's yeah. like a exciting some guy. The, some of the trailer. Yeah. I'm like, they have one on poop. Um, and, yeah. and, and I gotta watch that now. Yeah. You had me up. Of course you gotta watch it. You had me up. Poop. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and they have a couple other episodes as well. It's just six episodes. All of them are about an hour long or so, like 48 minutes to an hour long. I love it. Um, very informative, very cool. You know, if you were into like that kind of history channel, discovery channel type thing, um, it's, it's definitely along those lines and I recommend you guys checking it out. Is it one of those things that make you go, hmm. You like one of those shows? Yes. That's fire. I love those shows. Um, my recommendation. So I've binged The Office enough. I've binged like How I Met Your Mother enough. Um, I started watching Superstore. Um, it's kind of like similar to like The Office and Parks and Rec. But it basically just takes place in a superstore. So it's like a good mixture of like Costco, Walmart, Sam's Club. Except it's called Cloud9 Superstores. Um, and then you kind of just get like an array of like different employees that are just like you're like commonplace. Like the manager is like super like religious dude, but you can't talk about religion because it goes against like company policies. Damn. The only like sane one there is America Ferreira. And that's because she like feels like she's like the only sane one. And like she's pretty normal. And you get like the teenagers that work there. Like one's all like all pregnant and trying to like stock toilet paper and she's like trying to hold herself up. And yeah. Um, I think it's pretty cool. funny. Cool. The satire is pretty clean. I enjoy it. So it's, is it shot like The Office and all that? Or is um, it shot clean? So it's, it's shot more clean. So think Parks and Rec. Okay. But not so much where they're like interacting with the camera. Okay. So, so it's, it's, they don't break the fourth wall. Or no, they don't break the fourth okay. wall at all. Yeah. So it's not like they're they're filming a, a filming a superstore. It's just it takes place in a superstore, and then the satire fits like Parks and Rec, The Office, and yeah. So it's really well put together. The comedy's there, especially when it comes to like the customers, because we all have worked at customer service at one point, and we know how people can be. So, yeah, but I enjoy it. I highly Absolutely. recommend it. It's on Hulu. Um, it's an NBC show, so tap in whenever you, you need be. Dope. But I enjoy Dope. it. Nice, nice. Well, All right, guys. On that note, we are done with this episode. Episode 29. We're episode done. 29 in the books. Thank you so yeah. much to all the listeners who have uh, who've been tuning in uh, during this whole quarantine. Make yeah. sure that you guys are staying safe and washing your hands. Uh, definitely subscribe wash to your masks too. and wash your masks. Yeah, don't yeah, wear the same. Key. Who does that? It's like wearing the same underwear for like weeks it's straight. Gross. Like it's, it's disgusting. Yeah. Be surprised. W- wash your mask. Um, so definitely uh, follow us on Instagram at SoundFlickPod and follow us on Twitter as well. Um, we're gonna be having some some new content and new things coming out for you guys. So stay tuned. 
Uh, shout out Productive Culture for always powering our podcast and making sure that we sound great. So thank you for that. And uh, we hope that everybody has a wonderful day. Wait, we got one song we're going to play. Oh, that's right. We got to shout out. The Nas out. album came out. Okay, so check this. Ah. So shout out the legend. Shout out the guy. I've only met him a handful of times, but this dude, such like. Slight flex. I guess he's from the IE, but Boy. shout out Hit Boy. Hit Boy. Hit Boy legend. Um, he produced Nas's album, and everybody's complimenting this album because everybody knows Nas like to not it's fully. The goat. Yeah. But some like the in the recent years, the projects he dropped, like especially the one exclusive by Kanye, I I did highly dislike that album. Oh, but, just sleep. That was a good one. I liked it. No, I it liked trash. it. It was trash. Nah, I don't think it was trash. See, was trash. this time around, but we're not going to get into it because yeah. we're gonna yeah yeah. yeah so we're crazy Nas right whole, now. Whole um, so shout out Hip Boy for producing that, but also yes. Nas. Shout out to IE. He he shout out to IE asking how's the IE weather and it's hot. Nas. It's hot. Nas. It's hot as fuck. It's yeah. It feels like the well, one. over hundred degrees. Are, we are in the valley. In case you didn't know. Yeah, it's hot. It's super hot. But, but yeah, we're gonna. We play just want to play a song from uh, from the new Nas album, King's Disease. Uh, the song is called Full Circle, and it is featuring the Firm with a surprise uh, guest verse from Dr. Dre. Mm. And this is a uh, Nas Hit Boy. Let's get it. Hit Boy. Hit Boy. Hey, yo, hit boy, man, I need to roll up some of that Fonto you got, man. I be seeing you smoking. Yeah, how that IE weather? Uh. Tilted brim like Goldie talking. Prior listening, my prior women had no remorse. When they tried to end them, no discourse, no discussion. I'm all alone. And all the people with the big hats on went home. So what you gonna do now, Goldie? Your bottom left you. It's up to me and you, Goldie. Through introspection, you ain't Goldie, you nines. And my heart ain't cold as it was. And I go through multiple love triangles over and over enough. I talk to my boxing trainer. He's my logic explainer. Conversations through our combinations He told me stick and move And different rules apply to different women Some women's into licking women Some women's independent Some women want brothers who educated Some women want business leather seats that are perforated Some do malevolent snake shit Yeah, you can miss me with that Peace fake game. shit Dialogue superb, flies cars on a curb World, when I evolved, the higher God emerged Preserve, more subtle, come from the stress and the struggle Young then, obsessed in the bubble about it Took advantage if a woman allowed it One of the phallus, I'ma say I was childish Money driven, mischievous, I perceived it as living Gifts and ribbons, any kisses on the lips were forbidden I was on it, she curried and shorty was cornered No worries for the naughty, it was high performance Or was it really, the games that I was playing was silly Similar to them days when I was packing that Millie, it could've killed me. Caution never crossing my mind, she calling crime. Me, I'm more concerned why she ain't falling in line. Was bugging. Grew a lot since they said I was stubborn. Guess it's real, even players need loving. When you enamored by female companions, there's no standards. What you hit and it's twisted dynamics. That's the damage. Reflecting no first impressions. What she expecting? Why when men don't follow directions? It's deception. I was intrigued by fine women. I realized some would drop dead gorgeous living a lie. Oblivious to beauty inside truly defines. Will you walk with me or are you there for the ride? For better or worse. Every blessing and curse, understand exotic sands come after the dirt. I was dealing since adolescent, thinking my girl was my possession. I stand corrected, it takes understanding and affection. Time is money, I need growth for my investment. I don't like attention unless it's a woman with majestic grace like an embrace and essence. Let's just 
chill, catch vibes in the grill, celebrating. Many of us never made it. Whatever brings you down won't elevate you. Like a real one beside you is very great. Feel now the top five, nigga dead or alive. Nigga or bitch, firm mafioso shit. AOS score, name a bitch fucking with me. Did a bullet, came home, Brooklyn gave me the key. No cap though, facts though, nigga that's really rap though. Like really though, my nigga she really back though. Like really though, my nigga she really rap though. In my low ski, low shit nigga. Got my wolf skis, low kid nigga. Calm digger, song loafers on my posters. Firm la familia, first lady nigga by for real, pussy power like Tasha, push Tommy to kill. Uh, black Sheba, fill a plan on a sneaker, low in the two seater. Bitch, I spit ether. I'm saying my salons, what up? Got my three guards with me, so ladies, keep it a buck. La familia. Life, everything comes back around. Full circle. What up, hit boy? One of my favorites. Gia. You know what the fuck this is? King shit, firm is. Master this, no alternative. Classic shit, that's affirmative. <laughs> Got me out here on my first degree murder shit. Stretch marks from this heart, gave birth to this. And I stand by every word of this. Malcolm X with a check, closed curtains, bitch. Yeah.